All right, so here we go. We're live on Podbean first instead of all this dead airspace, which pisses me off. And then, what do you mean upload air? What? Okay, I've only done it a million times. All right, then I can't use that one. Whatever. So we'll try this one. Open. Uh, there we go. Okay. So this will be Spreaker Go Live, but I got to do this one first. Uh, not that one. Da, 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 da. Where'd it go? Where did you? There you go. Stream nerd. Okay, we got to do that because this is going to be on YouTube and we're going to ban it anyway, so I can really give a flying fuck. So here we go. Uh-oh. Hang on a second. Hmm. Hang on. Okay. Um, Hang on.
So I said no dead airspace and whoa. Sorry. I can't control life. Can you? If you figure that out, let me know. All right, so here we go. Go live. There's my pick, and I can't even see it. Of course, I'm wearing sunglasses, so yes, go live. So. Ah, there we go. Hello. No intro, no nothing. Just right out of the box. I had a bunch of commercials. I'd rip them off right now because this would be the best time. Anyway, I have had some alcoholic beverages. It's Friday. It's what I do. I'm not going to be an asshole. It's going to be fun. And I'm going to pick up the guitar and I'm going to play. So we are live. Live. Should I do the whole thing? Welcome to the original Red Pill Show. Today is Friday, March 26th of 2020. Welcome to the divided of United States of America. How are you today? All right, what's going on? Uh, this show is for entertainment, educational purposes only. Please use it your own risk. The show is copyrighted by me. No part of it can be reused, rebroadcasted in any way, shape, or form without my written consent, or you can just ask us because I can really give a shit. Finally, Joe is opinionated. The host, especially callers, 815, and I'm opening that right now, 290-0912. Guess... People that are naughty in the chat room are and always will be opinionated under no circumstances whatsoever. Should opinions be taken as advice, if you're seeking professional advice, we strongly encourage you to hire a license if required. Person in his or her field there, little Tommy. Hey, man. No. That's his name. What's going on? So right off the bat, we're not going to talk about nothing. Because everything is just so fucked up right now that I don't really want to talk about it. And it's Van Halen Friday. What's going on? And this show has motivated me to... Not this show. Well... Yes and no, but what's motivated me to come on here is Wolfgang Van Halen released some more of his singles off of his album, and there's one. I mean, his mom put it up, Valerie Bertinelli. It's freaking awesome. It's going to be a number one song. I can tell you right now. Let me see. What's it called? It's called. It's on YouTube. Come on, open up. My phone is pissing me off. It's something like Don't Go Back or something. I don't know. Let me see. Let me find it on Apple iTunes. Oh, yes, I know. I am live. It just gave me a... Uh, Notice, no shit. Thank you. Mammoth. Mammoth. 
Mammoth. Do, 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 do. Don't back down. So I don't want to keep playing this because I don't want to get in trouble. Don't back down. It is. Go to YouTube, find it. Wolfgang Van Halen plays all the roles in the whole video because he plays every instrument in the song. So it's awesome from the guy showing up to record the song. And of course it's all him. And he's like, Oh, where's Wolfie? Where's Wolfie? Oh, where's Wolf? It's just fun. It, it, it's awesome. I can't tell you how awesome the video is. And the song, especially for a debut album. I'm really this, this guy, I don't want to call him a kid. He's only in his thirties, but he's under the shadow of his dad. Eddie Van Halen, and he's not Eddie Van Halen. And if I said that to him, I think he would take that as a like, wow, thank God, because everybody expects me to be my dad. And I've kind of fallen under under that judgment of my dad lured me into the same business he was, except I didn't get, I don't want to make this about me, I didn't get nowhere near the support that Eddie Van Halen gave his son. It was actually quite the contrary. <laughs> so, but I don't want to get into that. But I mean, it's just amazing what this guy has done. He can play drums, bass, percussions nailed. Then he plays rhythm guitar and lead guitar and he sings. And I think, my opinion, I think his singing is his best quality. He's got a great voice, great voice. So since it's Van Halen Friday and then I came home, now I uh, I sliced my finger two weeks ago. Monday, I think. I don't know. But I damn near sliced the whole tip of it off. So I haven't touched the guitar in two weeks. And I think it's going to be two weeks it's going to be two weeks Monday because it's Monday or Tuesday. I don't even recall. But I'm happy to report that I can play it. Well, that's opinion. I can play the guitar and I've been messing around with it. And I just decided to come on here because a lot of the shows have been too serious. And Friday's Van Halen Friday. Okay. It always has been, always will be. But I want people to call in, too. And I want to just talk. I want to talk. And I don't want to get into anything that is political or just what's going on with the economy or Bitcoin, although it is $54,000. And Max Kaiser was on the Alex Jones show the other day, yesterday, actually. And it was a fascinating, fascinating interview. I recommend that you listen to it. But I just want to have fun. So let's see if anybody's in the chat room. What's going on? Who's this? Frank. Hey, Frank. What's up? Frank is in the Podbean 
chat room. I didn't spark. Okay. I just started the Spreaker. Wow. <laughs> I just started the Spreaker app. So there you go with that. Run iHeartRadio, Spotify, or all the big things. But this is kind of like an unofficial shh. Okay. This is fun. This is like a party. So grab a beer, grab a bong. I don't recommend drug use, but if it's legal in your state, who gives a flying fuck, right? So there you go. Like Colorado. Do, do, do. Let's see what's going on. Their stream yard. Casimiro. How you doing? Okay, cool. So we got him in um, the StreamYard chat room. And like I said, I just started. I just started the Spreaker. Which I'd like to share something. Now, I'm going to kind of get on a rant here. I don't know what I'm going to talk about. And if you're all working, I'll watch the swear words and the F-bombs. I'm sorry. You don't want to hear, you don't want to hear that. Unless, you know, this show is best listened to through earbuds. I'm just going to let you know right now. Because you're going to hear shit here that you're not going to hear anywhere else. Uh, I'm going to say really quick, I like hearing what I'm doing. And I'm writing writing i'm writing a book too but i am reading a book about the bill of rights and without getting into a subject which i said i didn't want to do but i'm sharing what i'm doing i downloaded a book onto my kindle and uh i don't know about you but i don't know jack shit about my bill of rights so i'm gonna learn about them real quick So in the future, I will comment on that. Who is in? Okay, I have to say hello. So Spreaker is the best way to listen to this show. Because shortly here, I'm going to pick up the guitar. And YouTube and all these other assholes that are censoring our First Amendment without getting into it. I'm playing music. It's my music, but there's an algorithm that senses music and it fucks it all up and he can't listen. Sorry. I said it wouldn't swear. It messes it all up and it's my music. I'm playing it. I mean, here, here's the guitar right here. Okay. Here, I'm going to pick it up. Here it is right here. Come here. You Oh, I'm sitting on the cord. Hang on. This is a fun show. Don't judge. Okay. This is Saturday night. I wish it was Saturday night. I'll be getting later right now. Friday night. So here we go. This is my guitar. Oh, that's a lot of delay. So anyway, to listen to that at its finest, you need to listen to Spreaker. Because I can guarantee you it sounds like shit on any other 
platform. Not to mention I've already got a strike on YouTube and I've expressed to Scarlett that I'm going to probably get marks against the network and I don't want that. But you're not going to tell me what to say and what to do, especially when I'm not saying anything offensive or just doesn't fit your agenda. So anyway, Spreaker is the best way to listen to this show for a lot of reasons. The audio is the best. The bandwidth is the best. It always works. They never send me threatening messages. Oh, you don't fit. You don't fit. Community staff or you shall go to hell. And you have one strike. Really? So I will not and I will never put any type of faith, confidence, or whatever into YouTube, let alone Twitter, Facebook. I'm not even on. It's a joke. All these people are getting interviewed, uh, the owner of Twitter and the uh, Facebook and like, well, you're, uh, you're censoring people. Oh, no, we're not really. <laughs> yes, you are. And you do. And if you weren't censoring people, then you wouldn't be doing it. Like I said before, what type of community are you? Cause I don't want no part of it. I want free speech. First amendment. You shall not infringe on my rights. It's my right as a citizen of the United States of America, period. But they get cute with their corporate words, uh, laws and all this shit. Said I wasn't going to get into it. So let's get back to why I'm on. It's Friday night. It's Van Halen Friday. It's where I honor music. I've actually have gotten responses from Maya Shoney from Forever Still, one of my favorite bands for sure. I recommended volume.com to her from the Howard Stern show. And she responded to me. So she's so sweet. And I just wish nothing but the best for her band and forever still. But the clock is ticking, man. I mean, really? And now you have Wolfgang Van Halen coming out with his debut album with his band Mammoth, which just seems to be him. But there are band members for playing live. And this guy is so talented. It's unbelievable. He plays the drums, like I said, the bass, all the percussion, rhythm guitar, lead guitar. And he sings. It's like, really? Do you know how hard that is to do? Just the singing part is, I think, is the most challenging. But this guy... 
I'm telling you, it, it, it's so hard because I can relate to this guy so much that you're under the shadow of your dad. And the best thing a father could do is say, don't worry about it. You're going to be compared to me, but I'm still going to support you. And you're just going to be amazing. Don't worry about it. But see, that didn't happen to me, to me, not even the least bit. Uh, so I'm looking at this kid and I'm like, man, I go, you had such a great dad. You have a great mom and he's a great guy. And I call a spade a spade. If somebody's an asshole, I'm going to say they're an asshole, but this guy, I'm telling you, I got a great feeling about him. I, and he's here. He's got so much hate on his Twitter and everything else. And, and he takes enough energy to respond to it, which is amazing. But he's very, very intuitive and smart. And he's handling it in a great way. And uh, it's going to be to the point where he's going to pick his battles. And he's just going to go, you know what? You know, can go fuck yourself. Because if you don't like me, you don't like me. And I'm not my dad. I'm me. And you can compare me to my dad, because I can relate to this so much, that it doesn't matter because I'm me. My dad is my dad and I am me. And once he goes off on that trajectory, nobody's going to stop him. It's going to be Eddie Van Halen's son, not, well, it's going to be Wolfgang Van Halen, not Eddie Van Halen's son. And I can relate to that so much. Because there's enough hate and dysfunctionality here. In the divided states of America. So anyway, that's that. Nobody. Oh, wait a minute. I didn't enter hello into the chat room on Spreaker. So let me get out of here because that's what I have in my face. I need. I really need a producer. I really do because I don't know what the fuck's going on. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Listening. I'm listening to my earbuds. Anchor brand. Love them. Never heard of them. A-N-K-E-R. Well, good. I have the Amazon brand. And, um, I think they're awesome. My son gave them to me. I'm not paying $400 for some Apple earbuds. They can take them and shove them. So, but so this guitar sounds all right. I like playing full chords. If I could play him. Oh, <laughs> 
It's up to y'all, huh? Can you hear that? So anyway, let's see. I got uh, the voice here. Should I put the phone number in there? This is just like talking about nothing chill. Have have a good fucking time. This is party time. Nine zero, and I got all you beat. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, but if you want to call them bullshit about anything without getting too deep, I don't care. Because this is what I do on Friday night. I've been doing this well, at the show, but this is me time, and I'm sharing me time with you. So anyway, that's that. So I'm going to flip over to um, same shit, different day. I get that. I get that too. But this is like Friday night. This is time to have fun. This is like Saturday night getting laid and fucking whatever you do. But Friday night's like, oh my God, work's finally over. I get to have fun. Come home. Have a few Corona premieres. Okay. And uh, just have fun. I'm not hurting anybody. I'm in my apartment. And it's time to chill. Time to relax. And have fun and not be serious. So I'm going to flip over to uh, Podbean. So Frank is just sitting there. But yeah, call in 815-290-0912. I don't care. I really don't. But I'm going to um, share some shit. I'm sorry, I said I wouldn't swear. I'm going to share. The statistics, if it ever loads. Really? Oh my gosh, excuse me. Sorry. Okay. So, March is pretty over, which is nuts. What? I'm not a robot. Wow, my bandwidth is really slow. Wow. Okay, now log in. Holy crap. Statistics. I'm going to share this because I have to. What was that? Something off LinkedIn. Okay. So the month of March is already almost over, and I have to share this. 
and I'm going to share it. So the United States of America is number one state is Florida, followed by California. I don't get it, man. I don't get it. I don't I really do. I really resonate with people out of California because I just don't. I I would say no, <laughs> but I do. Virginia, home of John Carter, Indiana, where there ain't shit. Ohio, where Dwayne lives. Georgia, South Carolina, Texas, and Illinois. So that's just that's just for this month. Nobody in Canada. No big loss. Sorry. Australia, four people. The world. The United Kingdom, Australia, Switzerland, Italy. Let's see. Netherlands, Russia, Thailand, and Taiwan. That's just this month. But what was interesting was this. Because I watched this. Two messages. Yeah, okay, nobody called me up. I'm going to go to Spreaker, and I'm going to share this with you. S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R.com, which you should listen to the show on Spreaker. I'm sorry, because all the other ones suck. I'm sick and tired. Spreaker has not let me down in, well, 2008, 13 years. Never once have they messed with me, which is amazing. All right, so the statistics for, and I would really like to bring the network to Spreaker, but I got to talk to Scarlett about it. But for the last 30 days, and I have to be honest, I get monetized by Spreaker. I mean, I earned a whole buck. Oh, my God. Wow, I'm rich. It's not bad about being rich, though. So for this month, Florida's number one. St. Augustine's number two. Chicago. Chicago is number three. St. Thomas, Canada. Hey, okay. So now I got to take back what I said about Canadians. Washington State. Florida. Lacanto, Lasanto, what is that? Riverside, California, another California, Connecticut, Milwaukee, and other, which I have no idea who that is. So we're making an impact. There's no doubt about it. But if anything. If anything, we're making people think, right? I mean, you don't have all that shit for nothing, do you? I don't think you do. I don't know. Whatever. Coastal com- commonality. Internet has been shady lately, Tim. Where's Dwayne? I don't know. He said he had a date with some hot guy or something. I just came on here by myself. Yeah, so everybody say hi. Sharing is caring. 
sharing's caring and we're having fun. This is fun night. So I dub, unless I'm having an interview, I dub Friday night fun night. Okay. All right. So if my ass is on here, it's going to be fun. And that's why people should call in and just have fun. No serious shit. None of that tonight. I just came on here because Wolfgang Van Halen released some more of his singles off of his album, debut album with this band mammoth. And I'm so impressed. I'm really, I really am. And I try to promote bands that are up and coming edge of paradise forever. Still blah, 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 blah. And like I said, Maya finally responded to me and I'd love to get her on here, but I, I just think she's, um, well, let's put it this way. She's busy. So, but somebody like Wolfgang Van Halen, he doesn't need me, but I call a spade a spade. And if he sucked, I would say this guy is just should give it up. <laughs> but, but he, he, he's awesome. I mean, I'm, I'm just being honest. I don't care who he is and uh, music sucks right now. And it's such a big part of my life that um, when I see somebody that is making a difference in the music industry, I call them out. And if they're not doing something, I call them out. So there you go. So anyway, whatever. But I just came on here to fuck around. Where's my pick at? There it is. It's the same color as my eyeliner. All right, so whatever. Uh, yeah, I really don't want to dive because my mind's going to current affairs and stuff really don't want to do that so i don't know if somebody doesn't call in here soon i'm just gonna end this but i just want to have fun 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 the weather in florida has been fucking awesome huh minister ken i should get him on here What's he talking about? I don't know, not much. Okay, there's not really a lot there. There's not a lot here. Now what? What? Trent Reznor? Oh, I like him. Oh, <laughs> 
I'm more of a jazz guy. I like him though. That's why I've always been a Trent Reznor Nin fan. What's in? Oh, is he, he is winning Oscars. That's cool. I didn't know that. I really haven't been following him. Hang on, I'll be back. I wish somebody calling to take the show over, but I'll be right back. Hang on. Ooh, nine inch nails. I like I like nine inch nails too. Okay. I had to pee, which is probably no big secret. So I am going to share some things here that um oh wow. Internet's choppy, really choppy. It's probably gonna be blacked out by YouTube. I don't really care. I just I just don't it's it's like really YouTube can go fuck off. Sorry, if you're at work, I didn't mean to do that, but it's ridiculous. So I, they make it political, but they say they don't. And this is the party I'm part of now, okay? So there you go. But I'm not going to make this a political show. I never do, really. But what I am going to do is I'm going to share this, and I'm going to go. So I have a friend that I've known all my life. And I mean, all my life, I just turned 57. So reflect on this. Don't, don't all oh, well, Tim, blah, 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 blah. Don't, don't make it personal and don't attack me and don't be a hater. All right. So I don't know about three weeks ago, I turned 57. Okay. Which is just boggles my mind that, that, 57 it's like what the fuck and i just talked to a friend today that i've known almost all my life and when you do the math or you think about that it's like really 57 that's fucking old i mean i'm just being honest but 
the other day. Now, here's where it's going to get a little like, really? I don't really care because there's there's a reason why I'm going to say this. If I can remember, <laughs> fucking, I feel like Joe Biden. I'm a senator of the United States. <laughs> Someone told me that I've known since high school. This is going to sound narcissistic, but it's not. I can trust you on that one. That I looked like I was in my 30s. God bless her. And I look the best out of everybody we grew up with. And I'm like, holy fuck. She's she's really drunk or she wants to get laid. And I'm like, okay, that's very sweet. But here's the thing. So I do the math. I mean, quite honestly, we got to deal with our mortality, right? And when I hit 70 or anybody hit 70, now, don't get me wrong. There's people that have will crush this. Some people don't make it to 70. Actually, people in my age bracket have not. They've died, heart attack, stroke. Uh, They probably wish they were dead. And uh, this could be a whole health segment on taking care of yourself. I do. I I do. I credit my lifestyle to my vitality and whatever. But I do the math and it's like, I I mean, do you really, do I really want to live past 70? I mean, do I? And I'm not saying that I don't. So don't, don't get me wrong. Do I? Because it's 70. It's like, really? You're probably losing your goddamn mind. You're going to lose your looks. You can't get around. You're going to be dependent on other people. And the only reason why I say this is because I have a dear friend that has stage four terminal breast cancer. And everybody's like, oh, my God, blah, 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 blah. And she has anonymity, so I'm going to share this. I talked to her today. And she's like, Tim, if I make it to 60, that's great. Because if you really think about it, what quality of life do you have past 60? Not to mention 70. And I thought about that. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? I mean, that's honest God's truth. It's like, and she goes, I really don't want to experience that later stage of my life if I don't have to. And it's not like she has a death wish or if if people out there have people that are close to them that have had cancer in their midlife. I mean, this is a great attitude and, but it doesn't sound like it because it's behind comprehension of people that it's kind of like you have a death wish. It's like, I just want to die, but that's not, that's not it. It's dealing and accepting your expiration date. And if your expiration date is known, then you start reflecting and you're like, well, you know what? This might not be so bad. And I'm not saying people should 
pick their expiration date. I'm saying if life hands you a shitty hand and then you know your expiration date, you have to deal with it. You have to accept it. So I'm talking from a perspective of a friend that has accepted that she knows her expiration date. And it makes me think, I mean, I have 13 years till I'm 70. That's fucking scary shit. And although I have had a pretty good life, I just can't see me fulfilling my rest of my life that I wanted what I want to do in 13 years. But if I don't, what the fuck can I do <laughs> to fulfill my life after 70? Because there's a point where the quality of life isn't going to be what it was. I mean, like I said, you lose your looks, you lose your mobility. God forbid you get sick. And what do you do? So I kind of told myself, I don't know what you tell yourself. I don't know how many, how, what people's ages are here because you probably don't even think about it. The only way you can think about it is if you've seen a loved one go through this, which is probably your parents. But I mean, do you really want to go through that crap? And if you end up living to be a hundred, which is God bless you, what are you going to do? to fulfill your life. But I really don't have a problem. I'm 42 and I'm actually 25. Cheers, TLO. That's right. I mean, I'm 57 and I feel like I'm, I really do feel like I'm in my 30s. I do. I, do. I mean, I outwork people my age. Uh, I have no signs of slowing down. I actually work for people that are younger than me. My boss is younger than me. But it's just a perspective of when is enough is enough. And then you go, well, I need retirement and I need to save and I need to do this, which, which you should, but save for what? I mean, do you know how many people I know that have retired and within six months they're dead? Uh-uh, that ain't going to be me. And I'm 57 and I'm crawling on roofs and I'm doing this. And I'm, I mean, it's like I'm 19 again. Actually, it's kind of weird because my life has set me back in more ways than one to the age of 19, starting over. Except I have all the experience of a 57-year-old now in life lessons, but I'm 19 again. And it makes me reflect and think. Do I really want to not have fun now and save for retirement? Because when I'm 70, what the fuck are you going to do anyway? So, and I only say this because I don't put a lot of thought into it, but I only say this because I have a friend and she's perfectly fine if she kicks the bucket in eight to 10 years and she's not even going to be 60. 
Yeah. A, a meaning of life. Yeah. You have to find a goal or a purpose. Right. But that doesn't mean joining a covenant or becoming a nun or a monk or a priest or whatever. I'm not talking about judgment of spirituality and morality and, and being a good human because being a good human is finding happiness and peace without harming anybody else. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but this whole indoctrination of get a job, get a degree, work for fucking ever, get a retirement fund, have your house paid off and then retire and play golf every day and live happily ever after. It's just a, a fucking myth. And, um, I don't know. It just, it just puts it into perspective that I don't know. I mean, I think I have 13 years of my life left after talking to my friend. So if you're 42 TLO and 70, that's eight, that's 28 years. That's not a lot of time. It's like, what are you going to do in 28 years? Are you going to listen to the indoctrination of work and work and work and keep working and be a good slave and put to your retirement fund and whatever. And then you're 70 and it's like, I didn't live. I didn't do what I wanted to do. So I don't know. I mean, all this probably sounds negative and like, Oh my God, but it's quite the contrary. Once you find out what your expiration date is, or thereabouts, it's like, you know what? None of it matters. And if you have lived life to its fullest is what does matter. I mean, you could save and you can do this and you could eat soup for lunch and fucking whatever and just not enjoy life and get hit by a goddamn truck. <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, what was that? So I, I just, I don't think you should live vicariously or without control, but I don't think you should be structured as such that, well, this is what my life expectancy is. And I'm going to plan around that because you can wake up tomorrow and be like the fuck. It's hard to find the logic behind the grind. Yeah, it is. But that's where all, what we're all told to do. So I don't know, but I, you know, I came on here just to have some fun. And I'm sharing some personal things with a friend that I've known all my life. And um, I'm going to spend some time with her. And her birthday is next Thursday. She's born on April 1st, which I have always told her that's God's April Fool's joke. She's an amazing person. She's hell on wheels, but she's got a heart of gold. And I'm going to spend a lot of time with her, whether she dies tomorrow or she lives 10 years. It, I can't, I can't really... 
convey my perspective when a lifelong friend is 51 and they're diagnosed with terminal cancer. I, I just can't because it's too young. But you made some good points and it's like, do you really want to be 70, 90 and not have a quality of life? And I'm like, no, I don't. So she's not really going to miss anything. And then the government will get out of paying your social security, which there's a hidden agenda there, but I'm not going to get into it. It's just a matter of this. And I'm going to go because I don't know. I've been on for 45 minutes. This was supposed to be, and I hope, I hope it was fun. My fun every Friday night is to have a few beers. I'm not hurting anybody. I'm not driving. I'm in my apartment. Obviously I came on here just to, share my personal opinions on something that I'm going through. And a lot of people won't do that. I can't believe you shared this. Well, you know what? That's the difference between you and I. And that's why I have a show and you don't, I don't care. You can judge me all you want. It doesn't matter because I'm sharing to help somebody go through something. And just by me saying this and somebody, God forbid, is listening to this and they're sitting alone. I mean, this poor woman can't even go out because she needs the COVID shot. She spent her 50th birthday alone by doctor's recommendations because if she gets COVID, she could probably die because her immune system's so low. And you never know who's going to listen to this, but I cannot, I cannot put myself in your position, having cancer, being terminally diagnosed as much as being pregnant. I can't do that. But, but what I can do is I can relate to a very, very close dear friend that's going through this and say something to somebody not to give up hope because I'm going to get a little spiritual here. God works in mysterious ways. And once you admit defeat or denial, you're cooked. And I have no doubt that my friend, she is doing so well on this medication that the doctors have said you're at the top of the charts, if not the top. And this, this woman is so strong and so full of perseverance that she will not be denied. So if somebody's listening to this, don't give up hope. If doctors are telling you that you're going to die in some certain time span, don't listen to it. Well, here we go. Bonnie. Hi, Bonnie. You will learn a lot from your friend. 
I'm 65, have MS, and have an amazing, rewarding life. It's even better since the nasty virus going around the world. Yeah. And that's a whole different thing, too, because she's like, I'll share a story with this. So her dad and her stepmom, this is from her, not me, got the uh, COVID shot, the two shots, and come to find out that if you survive the shots, that does not mean that you cannot spread it. So it really doesn't do her a bit of good because she can't get vaccinated. And the people that are close to her get vaccinated, but that doesn't mean that they can't carry it and give it to her. So she asked me, she goes, are you going to get vaccinated? And I said, no, I had my mom ask me that yesterday or two days ago. And both my parents have had COVID-19. It's like, are you going to get vaccinated? And I said, no. And it's not that I want to get somebody else infected. Of course I don't. But if you give it to me and I'm immune to it now because of this vaccination, that doesn't mean that I can't still give it to you. So what's the fucking point? You know, it's like essentially I got a shot that will kill all STDs in my body but I still have to wear a condom to have sex with you. And if I don't wear a condom, I might transfer my STD to you. That makes no fucking sense to me whatsoever. So you're going to have to abstain from sex or wear a condom. But it's like when you get vaccinated, you think not only are you immune to it, but you can't transfer it. And that's not true. So what else is Bonnie saying? But I do respect, I do respect the social distancing and the mass crap. Although I really, in my opinion, it's a bunch of horseshit. People are now following my example and now are walking their dogs, no mask, smiling, and I am helping some train their dogs for the fun of it. See, there you go. But when you get to... I don't know, Bonnie, you can comment on this. I mean, you're 65, I'm 57. You know, you get, you get into your 50s and I know you hit 55 and I guess you're a senior citizen, according to AARP, whatever. And you have a different perspective on life because your days are numbered. And then I got this COVID-19 thing and it's, susceptible to older people and you're like i might get this thing and i might die i know i've i i really honestly feel like i'm in my 30s i am not kidding you i really do i know screw the definition of what is old it's just a number it really is 
but you get to that point where you want to set an example. You're an older person, blah, 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 blah. It's for the kids, for the grandkids, for whatever. But it really, without sounding narcissistic, should be about you. And we need to set an example, but we need to set an example of not acquiescing to this, but setting an example by leadership roles. Because everybody has a day. And what you do with that day is up to you. You have the right to pursue happiness and peace and live your life without inflicting harm on others. But if you do what other people want you to do, then you're not really living your life. And I'm, I'm learning that from my friend because the doctor said to her that's terminally ill with breast cancer said, you're either in denial or you've accepted this and you're just kicking its ass. And that's what I want. I want to accept life on life's terms and kick its ass. What's wrong with that? I don't think anything. That's why 57, I don't fucking care. It's a number. It's a, it's a number by time that in my opinion, time doesn't even exist. That's all debatable, but it's just a measurement of how long we've been on this planet. But I don't, I don't think doing what other people want us to do is the answer. I think it's what you need to do for you to be happy. And I'm going to learn a lot. Bonnie's right. I'm going to learn a lot from my friend. I'm going to watch her and I will be in wherever she passes. I will be there. And I'm going to learn a lot from her. She has seven to 10 years. And ironically, she's in Florida. So it's kind of weird how life how your journey guides you and you don't even know what the fuck's going on. Cause I haven't talked to her in five years. So all I can say for me, yeah, right. Exactly. Bonnie, you're fucking exactly right. My, my, okay. So let's put this into perspective. When I was a kid and I hung out with my friends and their parents came home and their parents were like in their thirties they were old. They were old, but they acted like they were old. They didn't, they didn't come home and grab their wife and go, honey, let's go to the gym or let's go for a bike ride or let's go for a walk or fucking whatever. They basically did their own shit, which was usually plop their ass in front of the dinner table. And then after they ate a bunch of crappy food, they sat down and watched all in the family or whatever the fuck was on TV. And they just got old and fat in their thirties. 
Not to mention somebody in their forties and God forbid, if you're 50, you're old, you're done. You're, you're written off. You're fucking, you're an unproductive member of society. Not me. Fuck you. Sorry. Said a one's word. I'm more productive just as much as anybody that's 18 years old. And I, I can promise you that. Yeah. No, Bonnie, I would not expect that from somebody your age. And watching me, I remember the same thing. <laughs> I am wearing leggings, a Fila sweatshirt, a ponytail, and watching you. Would you, would you expect that from someone my age? No. Would you expect somebody my age to be doing this? No. But you don't even have to know my age because right away we're judged by our age. And, you know, this was funny because when you're raising kids and you tell them what to do, they don't listen. And then when you get to mid-age, like in your 50s and your parents are like in their 70s, then they don't listen either. <laughs> so it's like... You don't listen to your parents when you're a kid. And then when you're growing older and going through life and they get older, then your parents don't listen to you. I don't know who experienced that, but I have. My parents don't listen to the fucking thing I say. But that's all perspective and what you go through. But um, this whole age thing, I mean, it's that's all it is. It's It's a number. And the older you get, the more mature you should get. And the more you should advance by raising the bar in society to make sure that when you leave this planet, it's a better place when you leave it than when you entered it. So what boomer rage? What are you talking about? What's the boomer rage? I have no idea what the fuck this, what you're talking about. What's the boomer rage boomer. I was born in 64. So technically I'm a baby boomer, but I'm really gen X. I mean, I'm so far on the tail end of the baby boomer thing. My parents are baby boomers. So it's like, no, I'm not, I'm not the same generation as my parents. 64 was like the cutoff. So, you know, I don't know what's going on with the baby boomers. I don't know. But all I know again is if you have fun. Wait a minute. What'd you say up here, Bonnie? I didn't see this. I trained in gyms 35 years until I got sick. Now I'm at exercising with my dog Sherman five times a day, do some jogging with him while training him. My spiritual life has a big role, right? Well, yeah. Young versus old culture wars. Yeah. But with the cancel culture, this is what I'm afraid of. Is that us old people, <laughs> whatever that means, uh, are going to be canceled. And quite honestly, I think we are right now because you're not a productive member of society, whatever that means. And um, it concerns me because 
I've been working like a lot of people since the legal age of 16, technically before, but I've been, I've been doing my part since I was 16. But then you get to a point where people look at you and while you're old, you can't do anything. You're costing me money. Really? Do you know how much knowledge and value people have that would die to share it with the younger generation? But the younger generation just wants to cancel that culture and go, fuck you. We're going to fix things. I said this. I said this when I was younger. And I said, I can't wait till my generation gets older because we're going to fix everything. Oh, my God. Was I wrong? It got more fucked up. So I only can say that with you younger folks, that if you're thinking the same thing, we're going to fix this, we're going to do this, we're going to do that, you're fucking dead wrong. (laughs) I'm just going to tell you right now, you're fucking wrong. Wrong. Because I'm from the 70s and the 80s, and for the most part, besides really bad music and disco, and then the 80s, you know, drug use and drugs flying around and really bad TV shows. Um, you know, we really didn't hurt anybody. It was a fucked up culture, but really you just hurt yourself. If anybody had a chance to make this place better, it would have been my generation. And we fucked it all up. I, I, I've never seen so much fucked up shit in my life. Yeah, it is. And you know, and you know what, Bonnie, you're absolutely right. And you know what it's mostly based on is politics. And I, and I've said this, I don't want to get into politics, but I've called people stupid because they think the government is going to take care of them. Yeah. Night Rider was good. Night Rider was really good kit. Yeah. You got to remember, dude, that that was, that was in the eighties. And I saw that shit in real time. That was a really good fucking show. Baywatch. I don't know about that one, but Knight Rider was fucking awesome. That was a really good show. The bionic man, $6 million man. The stuff from the seventies was just so cool. It always had a moral and a lesson to it. And if somebody got killed, you didn't see their brain brains blown out. They cut away and just the next thing, you know, a gun was fired and somebody's dead laying on the ground. So there's not all this graphic bullshit, but yeah, it, it it's all politically motivated because people think the government has their best interest and they don't. They fucking don't. And if you don't agree with that, you're the enemy. And it's not that people are trust. It's not that people are stupid. They're trusting. And I can't tell you how wrong you are. Yeah, Night Raider was a shit. I'm going to get another beer. Do you mind? Hang on a minute. One more beer and I'm going to be done. So when, the, when I'm done with the beer, I'm going to leave. But 
Yeah, I mean the '80s. I mean Bonnie's Bonnie's 65, so she's eight years older than me, which is not a big deal. But I mean the '70s is I don't know as liberating as it was. The '60s were li really liberating, but the '70s were. And I only can relate to it through a, a musical perspective because music was such a big part of my life with Motown and seeing all of that. And then disco, which, you know, I mean, whatever. And then the transference to rock and then heavy metal bands and all that. But I mean, the seventies were, Oh, you got Archie Bunker. <laughs> you got uh Sanford and son. You got all that culture in there and those TV shows, but nobody ever tried to cancel the culture. They accepted it and they admitted it. I mean, Fred Sanford was a racist. Archie Bunker was a racist. Uh, the Jeffersons, he was a racist. It, it, it was taken in to say, look, and you know what really gets me is people keep saying racism is a virus. It's not a virus. It's a thinking process. It's taught. Viruses aren't taught. They're racism is transferred. And I stopped that shit when I raised my kids. My kids don't see in color. I don't see in color. And that's not a virus. I didn't take a shot to teach my kids that there's no difference between humans because of the color of their skin. So this whole... Oh, it's a virus and it's got to be exterminated and blah, blah, blah. You know what? Fuck you. It's you're transferring and you continue to put into some little innocent kid's head, whether they're white or black, that, well, that's not us. And this is what they did to us. I'm Native American Indian. I didn't share that shit with my fucking kids what they did to the native American Indians. Why would I do that? To breed contempt and hate against their own government or white people. Come on. Really? Whatever. What are you saying? Yeah. Yeah, that's true, too. I'm reading comments. Sorry, I'm not, like, looking for something to say. That's not a problem. Yeah, it's just all bullshit. It, it's all... There's so much hate and you know, it's not the United States. It's the divided States. And I'm going to say that until it's fixed, but we're so divided and it just, it, it makes me sad. It really does. Yeah. I mean, we're all red on the inside. I don't fucking care. I, you know, I, I don't care what people did in the past can't live in the past and you stay away from assholes and racist people and keep them out of your life you try to insulate your kids from that but you put them in a school system and it all comes right back at them so if they don't learn racism from you they learn it from the fucking school system
And if it doesn't get them there, it definitely gets them in college. Bonnie can relate to that. Bonnie's a teacher at college. So if you escape all that from good parenting, parenting and upbringing in the school from kindergarten to 12, doesn't fuck them up. You can bet your ass the college is going to do it. So we really don't have a, ch we don't have a chance. We really don't. We really don't. It's all indoctrination. And, and I'm, and I'm personally sick of it because I am very much Cheyenne native American Indian and I don't go around fucking saying this and saying that, and you killed and raped and pillaged all my ancestors and you lied to us. And then you just took our land and you threw us on reservations and you kept us drunk and you keep us secluded from society because we're not going to put up with your shit. And then you give us casinos and free college to shut us up. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, whatever. Hang on a minute. All right, so I'm back. This beer, I'm done. So, oh, wow, the internet's still choppy. So, let's see. College equals pro problematic. Yeah, how many... Um, I was given a choice the day I graduated high school. My dad took me out on the back porch. He was drunk. But to his credit, he has over 30 years of sobriety. 
I didn't know any difference. I thought that was, you know, normal, normalized complacency. But he takes me out and he goes, I can send you to college and, uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. Or he can work for me and make 50 grand in five years and own half the business. This was 1983. Now, at that age, I knew I wasn't college material. No way. So I took, you know, option A or option B, door number one, door number two, whatever. And that didn't work out either. So that's where I learned my lesson where you really can't trust family or, well, I don't want to get into it, but I probably should have went to college, but if I went to college, I probably would have turned into a liberal and, but I really doubt it. I mean, I'm pretty, it's hard to break me, put it that way. I mean, I don't, I probably would have quit college said you guys are all fun i actually walked out of my psychology class because this guy because i did go to college at night and this guy was such a pro sigmund freud guy and i'm more like a, a carl jung guy carl jung carl jung whatever and i knew better and this guy was just so hell-bent on fucking sigmund freud that i got up and i said you're fucking nuts and i dropped the class and i walked out So it, it comes to the point, I, I really think that people, people are looking for answers and then they think they're going to get them from somebody that has a doctorate or PhD to teach when the underlying goal is, or narrative is to brainwash you. I mean, I, I can't, uh, if I would listen to my gut in a lot of instances, ever since I was, well, that day that I was told that. I may have a different life. I don't know. I mean, I'm not really complaining about my life, but I mean, if I were to listen to my gut, I think I would be better off. But I've put my trust and faith into people. To trust them with my livelihood. One of which... I'm not even going to get into is marriage. Are you fucking kidding me? Uh, yeah. Uh, I think marriage is wonderful. It's a great thing, but uh, I don't know. So I guess this whole thing, what are you guys saying? I know a lot of stupid people with PhDs. That's fucking hilarious. That's very true. <laughs> Let's eyes roll. Let's see. Where did, you, where did you say that? Right here. Yeah. I mean, having, having intelligence, if you want to call it that, 
is way different than having knowledge or experience. It's your, uh, your mind essence. I called it in a podcast that you only get from experience. People that have PhDs have learned their information from a fucking book and a test. It's like, really? Okay. Uh, that's not life. That's not life experience. So people that have life experiences are much more knowledgeable than people that have degrees. Sorry. Yeah, right. You're absolutely right. College degree equals indoctrination to the grind. Yeah. Wisdom intelligence versus wisdom. Yeah. So, I mean, I kind of see my biggest mistake is this. Okay. And I'm not saying it's for everybody, but I made the mistake of thinking that people had my best interest at heart when they had their best interest at heart. There's no better book than Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill to read about this. And that's where hypnotic rhythm and you just won't break free from people because people will tend to make you think that you need them, but in reality, they need you. Yeah. And to break free from that is one of the hardest things to do. And when you say that, it's like, oh, my friend, I have friends in their fifties that are still in fucking streaming Illinois. And they still think that their friends give a flying fuck about them. <laughs> and they don't, they fucking don't. I swear to God, they don't. Cause I saw it again. I saw it after a 30 year hiatus, hiatus. And when I went back into that shit, I'm like, I'm getting the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> really? Yeah. One is learned and the other is experienced. And usually that's contrarian. It's like, well, wait a minute. You told me this and you told me that, but what I'm experiencing is totally 180 degrees from what you just told me. No shit. Exactly. I think it all comes down to pleasing others and codependency. I really do. Right. Exactly, Monty. And it's a very hard lesson to learn. And I would probably guess those two people aren't even family. Which is even scarier. I mean, there's no, there's no, there's no deeper cut and scar that is left by being betrayed by your family. I'm telling you right now. Yeah, I have a, my circle of friends and everybody is like that fucking big. And I know hundreds of people, hundreds of people. And after what I've been through and see, the thing is, is that people won't talk about it because 
Then they start to judge you and think you're the problem. What do you mean you only have two close friends? Hey, listen, man, it's all I fucking need. And one of them is my goddamn dog, which I don't have, but I'm just saying. It's like, they're like vampires. They fucking get what they want from you and they befriend you. Just on a verge of a sociopath. And then they make you think that they're your best friend. And then they suck the life right out of you and they leave you for dead. I'm, I'm sorry. I, that's just, and believe me, if I heard this, this guy's an asshole. Oh, what the fuck? He's a dick. I'm telling you. I'm just telling you, man. I mean, to go through life and go through all the shit that you go through. And you find that out in your 50s. And I raised a family, started a business. My wife was my best friend. Everything was wonderful. And I'm sitting here alone in Florida in a one-bedroom apartment at 57 years old with no pot to piss in. I, I mean, that's ridiculous. That's fucking, that's ridiculous. But that's the way it is. I'm sorry. And I'm not a bad guy. I was a family guy. I was... I had my best interest second because I wanted other people to succeed. Kind of like the show. I mean, I come on here, I sacrifice myself, I share my shit so you can become a better person. Whether you want to believe that or not is entirely up to you. Oh, I, I do this for free for Christ's sake, you know? I don't come on here to raise my ego or oh, I, I know what's best for you. Fuck. I don't know what's best for me. How the fuck am I going to tell you what's best for you? All I can tell you is that everything that we're taught and we're learned is a crack of shit. Sorry. I think at one time, I think at one time family values and family and the family structure, maybe in the fifties, I don't know. I wasn't alive. My parents were, and then maybe in the sixties and then possibly in the seventies, but I don't know if something happened in the eighties or it was always there and it wasn't self-evident, but all I know, if I put one word on what fucks everything up, is greed. Greed. That fucks everything up. So, whatever. Yeah, I learned a skill. I mean, thank God I have a skill because we're service industry. But if you're in manufacturing or anything else, you're screwed. And my days are numbered too. Actually, my days are past numbered. <laughs> past numbered. So, you know, the only the only thing I could say is 
What are you saying? Don't base your self-worth on what other people think is successful and good. Base it on you enjoying yourself, your freedom, etc. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm going to tell you something. You're going to be let down and disappointed like you've never known. And I can't stress enough when it comes to family members. I mean, friends, you know, friends like, I have friends for 40 years and blah, 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 blah. If you really think your friends really give a flying fuck about you, I would reevaluate that if I were you. I'm not saying they don't, but don't be shocked when they tell you to fuck off. Because you won't comply with their agenda. Not to mention family. God forbid you start becoming a lone wolf and think for yourself, you're going to be cast out. It's the same thing. Whatever makes you happy without harming somebody else is what you need to do. Simple as that. Yeah, good. Good deal. Yeah, you'll be good. As long as you provide a service or product, which good luck, but service that has value, you'll be all right. You'll be all right. But um, if we keep going down the road of all this division and hate, it just makes me sick. Yeah, it's really good. It's good to you, Allah. So, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, if somebody... Somebody asked me that were like just getting out of high school. Like, what could you tell me to help guide me in my life? And I would fucking say this. I'd say, listen to the red, original Red Pill Show and Freedom Revolution Network. <laughs> and I would go, don't listen to people because they have an agenda. Listen to your heart. Listen to your gut and do what makes you happy. Because ultimately greed is going to get the best of everybody. And it's always one leg up. Who's got the bigger dick? Who's sorry. Who's prettier? Who's this? Who's that? Who's got the bigger house, the nicer car? Fuck all of you. Because that doesn't bring you true happiness. Happiness comes from within. So listen to your gut. Don't listen to people to tell you what to do because it's all a crack of shit. It really is. I'm telling you, it really is. Work hard. You'll get this. You'll get that. Blah, 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 blah. And you may. But the problem with that is it's the people. And you have to look at the five people that are closest to you in your life, and I've read this and it's true, that's who you are. So look at your five closest friends and that's who you are. And if you don't like that, change it. But it's very hard to do. Very hard to do. All right, so I'm about out of my beer here. 
but uh, at 57, whatever, I'm still learning. And I've learned a lot from my dear friend. And this won't make sense to some people. Yeah, there you go. My advice, life doesn't suck, but it, but it's will fuck with you. Be prepared. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, be, you know the one, the one word that I do. <clears throat> I would say this too. Watch betrayal. Betrayal. Because, like I said, nothing cuts deeper and leaves a scar than betrayal. And if you can't trust and believe, I mean, don't get married. Don't sit there and let God bind two people. And you take these vows and you don't honor them because that's betrayal. Don't do that. Don't get married. If you can't commit to your vows, I mean, of course, I mean, if you're getting the shit beat out of you or you're being abused or, you know, whatever, no, and drug addiction, which by the way, Dwayne and I are going to do a show on drug addiction because people don't understand it. And I've been through it. And so is he. So we're going to talk about it. But yeah, of course, if you're sacrificing yourself and your soul and your well being and your physical form for somebody else, no. But, don't get married if you're not going to honor your vows. Just don't. Be true to thyself. That's that's it. That's all I can tell you. Because I spent 30 years 27 actually and once you say those wedding vows that should be it because there's nothing stronger than a commitment and a vow and a binding of god and man to say hey for better for worse sick or poor blah 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 but no, it's bullshit. It's fucking bullshit. And if I can tell you that coming from me, I can tell you it's the truth. Now, I'm not saying that it's for everybody, but if I can sit here and tell you that coming from me, you better think twice. Do not get married if you are not going to honor your vows. Period. Just don't do it. You have to have each other's back. No matter what. Yeah, it's all about trust. It's all about having each other's back and trust and keeping true to your word. So. All right, so that's it, man. I mean, I'm done with my beer. I've had enough. I'm not going to keep preaching here I'm fucking whatever this this was all fun and all really personal and kind of like you know just kind of like a a phone conversation if I was on the phone with somebody that 
I would share this with as a personal friend, but people don't like doing that. Cause like I said earlier, somebody there, somebody out there is listening to this and going through terminal cancer. And I can promise you they're alone. I mean, they're alone, although they may have family support and, Oh my God, I can't believe it. And blah, 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 blah. And all that does is bring people down. And that's not what you want. So people don't want to hear that. So they isolate themselves because although it's out of concern and heartfelt, like for instance, my ex-wife and my friend I'm talking about were best friends at one time. And my wife at the time pretty much wrote this friend off. Well, when this friend reconnected with me after four, five years of not speaking and four hours of a phone conversation, she goes, well, I got something to tell you. And I said, just tell me I have stage four breast cancer. I'm terminally diagnosed. And then I'm like, okay. <laughs> and I have been through so much shit that I, I just totally passed the denial stage. It's right into probably a little bit of anger and then acceptance. And then let's deal with this. But that's not normal for most people. So someone that's, diagnosed terminally with cancer doesn't want to share that because right away it's like oh my god blah 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 no way really oh my god i mean i oh my you know blah 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 and all this denial and then all the denials projected onto the person that has the disease and you just don't want to relive that so I understand that. But when my ex-wife found out that her formerly best friend was terminally ill, of course she reached out to her. So why does it, why does it take us to reach out to somebody when you know they're going to die and then you reach out to them? Like you really give a flying fuck now. And I'm sure people do, but it's like, why does it, why does it take that to recognize the value of a person that was in your life? I don't get it. I mean, I've, I've people that don't have value in my life. I've walked away from them. People that have value in my life are very close to me. But like Bonnie said, maybe two or three people. But how many do you need? This isn't high school. It's not homecoming king and queen and fucking everybody loves you. It's quite the contrary. So do what makes you happy, brings you peace and happiness, and doesn't hurt anybody. 
and listen to your gut and value and keep close the people that really do care about you because they're very rare and they're not always and probably for the most part not family every single person including mine are so dysfunctional that it makes me want to puke but don't don't commit or give vows in front of a priest or a preacher or a man of God and give your vow to a person that's in front of you because when you dishonor that, I can't, I, I, I can't even tell you the damage that it does. Don't do it. If you're not going to commit and honor your vows, then don't do that. You're much better off being on your own because you're not going to inflict pain on the person that you vowed honor and unconditional love, thick and thin, good and bad, rich, poor, whatever. Don't do that. Don't do that. Because it speaks volumes for your character. And you really don't have to do it. And quite honestly, it's very hard to do that in today's environment. There's so much that divides us that it's amazing that people do stay married. But that's still an excuse. I mean, you committed and it's a bond by God and let no man break this bond that I have made but you know what that's usually what fucks it up is, is man it's not God somebody said on Twitter what did they say they said something like Something about wearing a mask and God's protecting them so they don't need to wear a mask. And then something about something about the whole nation. It's like, well, where's your God for, for that? And there's no better book than the harbinger for that because Every country and nation that's fallen from God has fallen. And when you decide to turn your back on God, he's going to turn his back on you. And I really, truly think that's why we're having all these challenges. Because we turned our back on God. That's just my opinion. I don't want to get too religious or spiritual here but once you do that you're in deep shit so i don't know the whole, the whole thing is is just do the right thing be a good human don't pledge your allegiance to another human bound by god and then 
totally abandon it. Keep your word. Keep your honor. Keep your integrity. Because it would make life for you and everybody else around you a lot better. But we're all getting isolated and uh, divided. And everybody just like piss on you. I'm on my own. And that's not going to work either. I've said this to people. You don't get fucked up alone. You're not going to get better or heal alone. You're not. And I really think a big part of this network and doing this show, I mean, believe me. Oh, my God. 2008, when the meltdown woke me up and I'm like, I'm sick of this shit. And just so you know, the Federal Reserve is going to be sued and the Freedom of Information Act. I mean, people are going after the Federal Reserve. But this whole financial thing is just so slanted and a bunch of bullshit you have no idea and eventually it'll all come out but if that meltdown didn't happen you wouldn't be listening to me right now because i knew something was up something's not right so one day i hope people wake up whatever wakes you up whether it's a divorce, a financial meltdown, um, a loss of a job, drug addiction, uh, recovery. I don't know. Something has to wake you up. And I can promise you that if 2008 didn't happen, I wouldn't be talking to you. But don't put your faith into the government, another person, or anything of the kind. And don't, again, vow to some other human being bounded by God that no matter what, that's a bond that cannot be broken. Because that just, that fucks everything up too. All you need to do is be loyal to yourself Obtain peace and happiness without hurting anybody. And live your life. What's Lee Haley? What's up? He popped in here. What are you saying? It blows the soul out of the person you had the commitment to. You're fucking right. Exactly. It tears their heart out. Tears their heart and trust out of them as well. And they leave... Because of pain. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so don't even go down that road. I mean, if you're not going to 100% keep your word on that, then don't do that to another person because the pain that you're inflicting, I can't even tell you. I mean, I can't, I, I, I can't, I can't express that as much as my dear friends going through cancer and I express what she's going through. I just can't. I can't. But this self-centered greediness of everybody and judgmentalism and not keeping your word ain't working. 
in my whole thing for doing this show is to make you think it's called the original red pill show to make you think not to agree with me not to do what i tell you to do to make you think because when i got fucked in the 2008 meltdown and other people got bailed out and not one single person went to prison while people lost their jobs lost their houses lost half of the retirement income and they all got bailed out that's a big fuck you that's wrong like george carlin said there's a club and we're not in it so i think and i know that things could be obtained through peace and people like on rand and um atlas shrugged just refuse to participate Pull a John Galt. Go on strike. Fuck you. I just saw on Twitter, I don't know if it's true, but the Democrats, I don't want to get into politics, just approved a $12 billion bailout or for other countries. And, and, And then all the illegal immigrants coming across the border, $86 million to put up hotels so they can have a place to fucking stay and feed them and everything else. When we have vets, American veterans in the National Guard, they're sleeping in garages or they come back here and they can't even find a job and they're homeless? Come on. This is all about retention of power. And again, people are too trusting because they think people give a flying fuck about them. I got news for you. There's probably two people in your life that really fucking care about you. One, hopefully, is your mother. Quite possibly your dad. But quite honestly, unless it's a real close sibling, it ain't there. And that's the cold reality of this. Yeah. It's all about trust. And when trust is violated or people are being being um taken advantage of because of that, I mean that's just that's bullshit. I mean, how many generations of people do we have here? Three, four generations of people paying taxes and we can't get jack shit out of a government when we need help. Oh, that's your problem. You're on your own. I haven't gotten one fucking, sorry. I haven't gotten one stimulus check. And if I did, I would give it to charity, but I haven't got one stimulus check. Have you ever dealt with back taxes or when you owe the government money and you don't pay them? Oh, well, here's penalties and interest and this and that and everything else. And it's usually double what you fucking owed them. So doesn't it stand to reason that being a Republic and the powers and the people, 
that I should get double of my stimulus checks because I haven't gotten a goddamn dime. Isn't that fair? I think that's fair, but that's not right. While that's scary, we get to the point where we don't trust anybody. We're done. We're done. We're done. I mean, it's like. But you know what, Lee? Unfortunately, you're right. Because I had my best, not my best friend. I had my friend who is terminally ill. She said to me, she goes, if you get married again, I'm going to keep arm's length away from your wife. I will not become best friends with her like I did with your wife of 27 years. I said, I don't blame you one bit because that trust was violated. I don't know. I don't really know what's wrong with people. (laughs) I mean, I'm not perfect, but I'm never going to betray you. I'm not a rat. I do what I say I'm going to do. I keep my vows. I don't know. But that's really scary when society gets to the point that you can't trust each other. That's that's a huge red flag. So anyway, I could sit here and preach and talk all fucking night. And I ain't going to make a goddamn bit of difference. But all the, all, all I can do is make a, di- yeah, right. Fool me. Uh, what does, what does Obi-Wan Kenobi say? Who is more the fool, the fool or the fool that follows the fool? <laughs> yeah. It's like, whoa, really? I mean, that's fucking deep, man. That's really deep for a stupid sci-fi movie. But it's true. Yeah, fool me one, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Exactly. But I I just had that happen at my work. I'm like, blah, 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 blah. And I get my resignation and they wouldn't let me resign. They're like, you're going to be missed and we don't want you to go. So I'm like, oh, man. All right, I'll give you a second chance. I will give everybody a second chance. I will. It's probably my weakness. I know it's my weakness, actually. Because my kind-heartedness has fucked me. And and, and probably will in the end, but that's who I am. But that's shame on you. If you're going to fuck me for my kind-heartedness, that's on you. Not me. That's not on me. That's on you. So you can deal with God. Not me. And in my experience, karma's a bitch. And not from experiencing it, but seeing it. Some people still don't get it, though. So, I, you know, I I mean, life is, um, and Bonnie said something here about my friend and I being reconnected is not by accident. That's the universe. Here you are right here. You and your friend running into each other was not an accident. This is one of those gifts from God to learn more about relationships and what's important. You're damn right. Yeah. It's exactly what it is. 
and this show is about relationships okay like i said you can hate me you can yell at the freaking whatever the phone your earbuds whatever fuck this guy he's crazy i've heard that a million times it doesn't i don't really care i really don't uh i only talk from experience i don't talk from opinions and uh I'm just trying to wake you up. I'm just trying to wake you up because in the end, the only person you have to answer to is you and God. And there's probably a 90% chance that that's exactly where you're, where you're going to end up. I know that's where I'm going to end up, but I can live with that. Because happiness and peace comes from within. And if you dumb motherfuckers, when you're not dumb, I'm, I'm insulting my fans and my listeners. Uh, he called us stupid or dumb motherfuckers. It, it's your trusting. Don't believe the indoctrination and all the bullshit that, that you're being told. Don't. You're going to save yourself a lot of pain. That's all I can tell you. 